Hello and welcome to the Ordinary Church Podcast. This is a podcast about the church and for the church. I'm Connor. I'm here with Mike and we're excited to be with you. We have a grabby title for the, the podcast today. We're calling this one Hope for the Terminally Online. And we want to uh, maybe just unpack some of the dynamics that might be present as the years have turned. And there's a lot of choices in front of you and me and all of us. Um, and especially related to the kind of media that we would ingest online. Um, so we just want to wade into that. And uh, Mike, maybe I'll, can you, can you kind of tee up like, yes, some of those dynamics you were talking about, we were talking about them a few minutes ago, but some of those Mm -hmm. dynamics that are present every time there's a new year, people kind of putting out lists and putting different things on your radar to think about. Do you want to kind of tee that up? Sure. I'll tell you. Um, so brand new year and I'm online. Um, I'm, 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 I don't know if I'm terminally online, but I'm, I'm online and I'm seeing all these lists, right? the top 10 books that this person recommends because they read them last year, which should make you feel bad. Like some of you are like, I didn't read Did 10 I books. Read 10 you know? Did I read one Exactly. Book? And so uh, they, they do that or it's, here's the, the top podcasts of the year. Or, or let's say you're the one that is always reaching out to people saying, hey, I heard this on my, on my mommy blogger thing I listened to. What do you think about it? And it's, it's basically this subtle... Uh, you know, I listen to a lot of these kind of things and so should you and you should buy this product, you should buy that product or you should read this book or you should start listening to this or that. And I think probably the biggest thing I saw this year is this uptick on people saying, I'm reading, I'm using this through the Bible app this year Mm -hmm. and way more because there's all these new ones. And what most of them do is add to the Bible. They add music, they add commentary, they add other things. And I'm always saying, no, no, no. Use the straight up Bible and and read or listen to it. Mm -hmm. But don't go in with all the accoutrements, you know, like, oh, no, we have to like, we have to make it so it's not boring. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, no, no. You should read the Bible straight up, right? And so, no, I like it with the music or the bird tweeting or this, that, and the (laughs) other. And there's that, there's this, everyone's fearing if they, if they're not a good enough Christian because they don't do this, 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 and this. Mm -hmm. And I would just say, I've got really one thing to, for the terminally online, and they don't want to hear it, okay? You already know you're going to hear it, and you don't want to hear it. Here it is. Ready? Stop. You are addicted. And you're not necessarily addicted to the Word of God and addicted to all what is good, right, and true. You need to stop. Let's say you're a mom and you're listening to this podcast. So stop listening to us, okay? If you're so addicted that you have to listen, if we're like the fifth one you've listened to today— or the 15th, just just take us off your list, okay? We're, we're not going to be good for you because you're addicted and you need to stop this and go hang out with your kids. Uh, the terminally online are those that are literally living their life through either social media or online venues or everything just comes back around to that every time you talk with them. And so... Um, you need to dig in at your local church and, and get to know the people around you hmm. and not spend all your time online all the time. So, I, you know, and again, that might sound, well, that's pharisaical or that's legalistic or whatever. Well, you know what? I think the new pharisaism is here. You have to listen to this many podcasts or else you're not a good Christian or you got to listen to read these books or do this. Or I mean, how many recommendations can you get? Mm-hmm. You're going to get how many per day from someone? You're just going tossed to and fro and you're just frantic, and you need to just be still and know God is God, and just open up your Bible and read it and pray without background noise. 
So that's my my opening is just if you're addicted, you need to stop. Mm-hmm. Something's gonna give. Yeah. yeah. Let me let me. Just, I'm just wanting to push back. Somebody might say, "Yeah, but you don't understand." I um I'm super thankful for all this new technology that lets me have useful time during during little chores or things that I'm doing. Um, driving definitely that used to just kind of be dead time. So I love I love Audible. I love uh, Spotify. I listen to all my podcasts there. I love you know this or that thing. Especially I'm just I'm thinking of listening listening to content. Um, there's just a lot of people who are like, I'm super thankful for that. I get to listen to, I get to make my way through more books in one year than I ever would have been able to before because I can do it when I'm doing the dishes. I can do it when mm-hmm. I'm straightening up the house. I can do it when this or that. Yeah. Um, what's a what's a right way to think about the balance of that? Obviously, that is a blessing in some sense to have the capability to do that. So, yeah, well, that's that's my pushback. Sure, I appreciate the pushback, and I and I and I know where we can go with this. Uh, first of all, what I don't want to say is everyone should now do what I'm saying right this moment. Okay. Mm. I'm trying to say, look, why are you doing it? Like, and it all depends on your station in life. Are you, are you all, do you live alone? Do you have a job? Do you have kids? Do you have a spouse that, you know what? First of all, does it, does any of this make you more humble or does it make you more puffed up? Mm. Um, and what about what's dead time? Talk to me about dead time. What about silence? We don't live with much silence anymore. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so I would I would push back on the the dead time comment because it's like someone who's saying that, it's like, oh, so you know better than everybody else. You are a know-it-all. That's our problem. Okay. Too many, there's too many know-it-alls that are telling everybody how to live. And you're like, well, that's what you're doing, Mike. And I'm saying, no, I want to, I'm saying press pause. Get it under control. You're addicted. You're addicted. You gotta, and if you're defending it really heavy. There's something wrong. And so dead time, though you have other responsibilities, you're like, oh, but I was just doing the laundry when the kids were taking naps. Okay, I know plenty of people who have their kids take naps so they can have free time. Okay, your kids don't need that many naps. You just need more free time. (laughs) So please, I mean, I I got five kids. I got grandkids. I understand. Look, I could I, I, I could. Pretend like I'm asleep, like the like the next guy, so I didn't have to change diapers, okay? <laughs> and, and you know, you know how many dads are like, "Oh, I'm busy," or "I'm working in the garage." No, you just don't want to come inside and hang out with your family. Hmm. So you find these diversions, and moms do it, dads do it, sisters and brothers do it, people do it. We we are lazy, we are uh, selfish, uh, we are are depraved. So I'm just saying, like, we're talking Christians here. I'm just saying, yeah, you can you can make an excuse for anything you want. And you can go, oh, I listen to this, this, and this, and it helps me, and it helps me this, and it helps me that. Wonderful. I'm ta- we're talking about those that are terminally online. Mm-hmm. Not the person in balance, mm-hmm. okay? And everyone's going to say they're in balance, right? But sure. why don't you ask somebody, hey, do I do this too much? Someone in your household. Hmm. I will tell you there's too many kids that are not getting paid attention to by, by moms that are uh, way too into listening to other people things hmm. and they need their kids out of their way or dads and, who come home and do the same thing well of course so yeah. dads that come home or, or dads who don't come home hmm. dads who don't come home because they gotta they're playing games hmm. i mean it, you think about how many guys are not really working but they say they're at work hmm. you know so hey it, yeah. goes, it goes both ways but I, I i'm just saying like slow your life down yeah and like and and not not push it upon other other people that they have to listen to this and do this and do that and then you're driven by celebrity. It's all by by attention and by celebrity status stuff. For the person who just goes, no, I, I just truly want to grow in Christ, they're not going to be terminally 
online. Yeah. 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 One of the sessions at the winter retreat coming up for the youth is about technology and mm. Cody Skelly is teaching that session. Okay. So he's been diving into stuff, but yeah, some of the, some of the Silicon Valley, you know, patterns that he's been talking about as we've been kind of getting ready for a retreat are super interesting. Just the, I mean, everyone's heard this and talked about it, but just the way that those companies are monetizing your attention. Mm-hmm. And so they're doing everything they can to pull your attention into the screen. Yes. And you just need to be aware of that. You know, this technology, well, I don't know the right way to say this, but tech, you know, different mediums of technology aren't neutral if there's a bent behind it to yeah. to draw attention or this or that. He was pointing to something as simple as why are the little notification buttons red? You know, and he said, "Well, it's because red is the color that produces anxiousness, and so mm. when that pops up, when that pops up on your screen, it just triggers something in your mind. Like, I have to, I have to deal with that. I can't let that just stay there. And that's just one example among tons. But you know, we, it's, I think a believer should just be aware. I, okay, this thing in my pocket is like a dangerous weapon that people are are using to suck my life and soul into it, and I need to, I need to be uber cautious and wise in terms of how I engage." with the potential good that could come from the accessibility and all that comes with my cell phone. So mm-hmm. yeah, just interesting thoughts. Yeah. The other day, um, those are good thoughts. The other day I, we were uh, spending some time as a family. We were down, uh, down South County with one of our kids and a bunch of the kids, uh, we went to their house a bunch of our kids are there and, and, uh, we went on a hike. We went and got food. Uh, we hung out, we built a shed, uh, we played with the grandbaby, you know, a bunch of things, right? And I didn't have my phone with me all afternoon. It was probably for four or five hours at least. Mm-hmm. And I had, uh, I, I found myself like about three or four times saying, "Hey, somebody, Google this because we needed to answer some question or we need to find something out." Or I'd say, "Hey, what's the score of the of the mm-hmm. Alabama game mm-hmm. or whatever?" You know, whatever it was. And it was it was interesting that I was have, I was keeping on asking people to look at their phones for me. Because mm-hmm. I was didn't have my phone with me. It's a bit freeing, but I guess I would just say, like, I think there's way more people that need to take back their life from the tyranny of a smiling face on a screen or a persuasive voice coming out of a box. Mm-hmm. And all of us could do that. Yep. All of us are probably terminally online. Mm-hmm. Now, for the, for the person who says, oh, but I'm not, and they you know have an air of swagger or pride there, most likely you're addicted to something else. Okay. And maybe it's food, maybe it's maybe it's something else. But there's something that, you know, sin breaks out. And I'm not saying that Christians aren't getting sanctified. I'm saying there's things that getting in the way of sanctification. Right. And that's that's what we have to be careful about and have things under control in our lives. And right. I think the online presence is what's easy to see that can be out of control, even from the way people talk when you're out on the plaza you know, at church and you're, you're on the patio at church and you're just talking to people. Think about how many conversations go back to what we're seeing mm-hmm. online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it can be true of, of you or me or anybody, but sometimes you have a conversation and you just are thinking, did you actually do anything this week? You know, or is this, is your life yeah. just content consumption? And that could be true. I'm, you know, I could turn it back to myself and say, what was I thinking was so important that I was listening to this week when I was neglecting things right in front of me, especially my family. Uh-huh. I think for a lot of us, it's like if I'm, if I'm home or in the vicinity of my family, this thing in my pocket can be a huge enemy of spending time with my wife and my daughter. And um, I don't know, that, that, that meter kind of starts to ramp up and then you recognize it and you have to cut it down again because it's like, man, why am I, why am I feeling the impulse to just go and check when that buzz you know, yeah. you know, hits my pocket or whatever? 
Um, and it can just pull you out of the moment so quickly. And it's, so. yeah, it's so consumeristic. You think about people sitting around a table and everyone's looking at a, at a screen or you're at a dinner table and people are like pulling out phones and you're like, whoa, whoa, hold on a minute. Uh, you know the thing where someone says, book recommendations, go. You know, they, they, they post something up and they're just like, everybody give me book recommendations. Well, I like to be the one person who says, Bible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like, what what is wrong with us that we are, you know, and whether it's, you know, movie recommendations, podcast recommendations, book recommendations, why is it that Bible seems boring? Why is it? Because sin will keep us from this book and yeah. this book will keep, or this book will keep us from sin. Yeah. And so the same person that can listen to a podcast for four hours long mm -hmm. can't crack open their Bible. Yeah. And they, and they're surely not Super doing true. it for four hours. And the podcast can be reformed Christian content, oh, yeah. theologically sure. rich, and it's like endlessly engaging, but the Bible, you know. Yeah. You get snippets yeah. of the Bible or you get some theology or whatever. And we're, we're having people raised up on that. Right. So if I could say one thing, it would be, Stop it. You're addicted. Um, and take back your life from the tyranny of a smiling face on a screen or a persuasive voice in a box. Yeah. That's good. I um, go, out, go hiking. Yeah. Go out and don't take your phone. I, I've thought this for a long time. I, I, I feel like for a lot of people, maybe for most people, um, if you had a week, and this is how Christians have lived throughout the centuries, if you had a week to hear a sermon on Sunday and then spend the rest of the week just mulling that over in your mind when you have those quiet moments, uh -huh. chewing on it, thinking about it, praying about it, considering how you would respond. That would probably have a much deeper impact in your life than if you use those same periods of time to listen to new things mm -hmm. so that by the end of the week, you'd made your way through eight more yeah. podcast sermons, whatever, articles, sections of books. Yeah, That's not for everybody. It's not no. one size fits all, but probably true for me. Yeah, you know what's interesting about that? So I get a flashback to 1982 when I got saved. And... There was nothing of what we have. We don't have a, I got two screens in front of me right now. I right. got a phone and an iPad right in front of me, right? And I've got a Bible in front of me. I got a piece of paper and a pen. 1982, there was that, there's that option, right? Listen to a sermon, maybe one in the morning, one in the evening, mm -hmm. and think about it all week long or think about it until you're at Bible study on Wednesday and then hear another one. Mm -hmm. Even then, so many diversions. But there were sports, uh, different things. Now, not the same kind. There, a phone wasn't dinging all the time. We didn't have phones in our pockets, mm -hmm. right? But there was still, there was still something that w could keep us from, from the Word and from praying. Right. And you think about prayer and the Word, two disciplines that are are given um, glances on a daily basis. They're not given reams of time. Yeah, and that's where. Uh, what what it won't change for you until you start giving reams of time to the word and to prayer. Yeah, and I mean time, like start with fifteen minutes or a half an hour or an hour, but like if if that isn't part of your life, you're just running to and fro, and so right now even you can take back your life from that frantic you know terminally online kind of life. Um, on the other hand, you could say, well, I'm going to use it as a tool when I need it. Okay, but get it under control. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, even in the '80s, there was something that was diverting our attention. Oh, something's always, yeah. Something's even your own mind, there. even right. your own mind, in your own daydreaming, you know. So yeah. I think one of the dangers of the the new diversions is that it feels very spiritual. You know, mm -hmm. I, I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but when you're going and playing sports instead of spending time, you know, reading the Bible, it's like, well, you don't feel like you're making meaningful contributions to your, you know, 
well, I, I don't know, I, your spiritual life. But when you're listening to a podcast, it feels very much like, or especially Christian content, oh, wow, I'm really doing something useful here. But yeah, it, it can detract and divert us from the Word and from knowing God. Yeah. Uh, this could be moving us towards a close, but I heard a Francis Schaeffer quote recently, and it was, you know, this is like decades ago. Just something like, you know, everyone in the church is lamenting the waning of our power, our influence. Um, and it's not, the thing to blame is not secularism. It's not the public sensuality. It's not, he lists off a few different kind of common targets that people would say, this is why the church is struggling so much. Mm-hmm. And he said, the problem is, the problem in the church as, as there is one over the ages is always within God's people, not outside. And the problem is always that we're trying to do God's work our way instead of relying on him. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, to at an individual level, at a church level, and then more broadly, um, if we don't know God, if we don't really spend time with him, why would we expect that we'll see his power in the yeah. world? So, yeah, yeah, that'd be my last thought. Anything from you before we wrap yeah, up? Yeah, the, the strength, the, to live in, in God's strength and for his glory, to live in Christ's strength, it does, it's going to take, believe, we have to slow it down on a daily basis and find a way to do that. The, the world is, is, you know, Time is, is just as fast as it always has been and just as slow as it's always been. And yet it seems like it's sped up, right? And I think we need to, we need to find ways to, to kind of slow it down and say, all right, um, something's going to give. Uh, if my mind is going to be renewed by the Spirit, through the Word of God, and if I'm going to seek the Lord in His strength continually, that's going to mean living differently. Yeah, choices. Well, listeners, hope that's an encouragement to you as you're getting in the new year and, and thinking about these things. Uh, we love you, and especially if you're at Grace and we know you, we're praying for you throughout the week and thankful for you. So thanks for listening today, and uh, we will talk to you next week on the podcast. God bless you, and have a great day.